coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. Today, I just want to open this episode with a, with a, a quote from Melvin Maxwell. Melvin Maxwell was John Maxwell's father. Unfortunately, he passed away last year. John Maxwell, one of the top leadership gurus in the world. Rhea and I spent a lot of time uh, being mentored by John, going through a lot of his training and development, hearing him speak at conferences and those sort of things. So if you don't know who John is, look him up on YouTube. I'm sure you can find out plenty about him. But this quote was one I captured, put in my quote file from his dad, Melvin Maxwell. And Melvin said this, and he was talking about focus. Put before you what you want to expand. Put behind you what you want to shrink. That's a pretty powerful little quote. If you do it, if you put before you what you want to expand, it will. There's an example right behind me on my bookshelf. Bookshelves full of books. That's what I wanted to expand in my life at one point. And actually, every day since 2008, you hear me say this over and over and over, almost every podcast episode, you're probably tired of hearing it, but I hope you're doing it. I hope you're reading and growing and developing yourself. But it changed my life. 2008, I started reading every day. 2012, I quit drinking alcohol. That was one of those things I put behind me because I wanted it to shrink. And it did. I hadn't drank a drop since then. I hadn't wasted any time on alcohol. I hadn't wasted any money on alcohol. I'm much, much more focused because of that. And the reason I did it before is because I wasn't focused. I didn't have anything to focus on because I didn't know what I didn't know about growth and development. But today, my life's changed tremendously. I'm here today speaking to you, hoping that something I say on, on this uh, short podcast may resonate with you. So I'm going to share some random lessons and some random thoughts. But think about being focused. Put in front of you what you want to expand. Put behind you what you want to shrink. A lot of things I put behind me were people because they were toxic. I put a lot of people behind me, a lot of relationships behind me that allowed me to move forward. So I was no longer uh, being held back by those people. And I'm going to tell you, sometimes, sometimes the people you're closest to will hold you back the most. Maybe somebody that lives in your house. That's sad, but it's true. So I'm going to share something else with you. And, and I'm just scrolling my, uh, my LinkedIn profile from the past couple of weeks. Again, hope you follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, just look up Max Story. You'll find me. I got tons of stuff out there. I put something out there every day. Do the podcast once a week, but I'm putting something on LinkedIn every day. And that's what I'm doing in, in a few episodes, uh, back-to-back episodes. I'm just sharing some of the content. But again, I'm expanding upon it uh, because it's kind of limited space on LinkedIn, 1,300 characters. 
another some another post I made. In this one, I was talking about disengagement, and I said disengaged workers are a symptom of disengaged leaders. Disengagement above leads to disengagement below. So many companies seem to be focused on the symptom, employee engagement, when they should be focused on the root cause, leader engagement. I mean, companies, companies spend, some of these big companies, they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars paying consultants to come in and do an employee engagement survey. Find out why the employees aren't engaged. I, I can save them a lot of money if they listen to this next 10 seconds. It's because your leaders aren't engaged. That's, the, that's exactly why the employees aren't engaged. Most of the time, they don't even talk with the leaders. The leaders are the ones hiring them in there. They don't want to hire somebody to talk to them, find out why they're not engaged. They want to talk to the people, find out why they're not engaged. And if they're not engaged, they probably don't trust their leaders. So an employee engagement survey, probably not going to do a whole lot of good asking people who don't trust their leaders what they think about their leaders, why they're not engaged, what could change and be better. Those folks, if they're disengaged, they're tired of trying to talk to the leader. And most likely, they have some really low-impact leaders. And you want to hear some leadership truth? Most of them are probably low-impact people. That might hurt a little. That might sting. But low-impact people are the only ones who follow low-impact leaders. Think about that. You want a little leadership truth today on this episode? There it is. Low-impact people follow low-impact leaders. If you got a bad boss, you need to get better. Why, why do you have a bad boss? I don't know. Why ain't you growing and developing yourself? I assume if you're listening to this podcast, you are. But I might have just dropped some uh, uh, truth bomb on you a minute ago, and you might not have thought about it. But I hope you're thinking about it. If you follow a bad boss, why? Growing to develop yourself. We talked about focus when we kicked off this episode. Put some stuff behind you that you want to shrink. Maybe that's the boss. Put some stuff in front of you that you want to expand. And make it happen. It's one reason I'm so passionate about what I do. Because I know there are a lot of people following a bad boss. A low-impact leader. But what I know is what I just told you. The only reason they're doing it is because they don't have options. One of which is fire that boss, go find a new leader. So keep listening to my podcast, keep reading my books, apply that stuff, become the leader you wish you had, or fire that leader, go find you a new leader to hire, a new boss, or start your own business. If you got a bad leader, I'm passionate about helping you change that. But hoping and wishing ain't going to get you there. You got to be focused and you got to do something about it. So, so back to talking about the engagement issue and disengagement. For example, managers of people do not engage in developing their team or themselves relative to character development. The only people who do that are leaders of people. Leaders of people. Managers of people, they ain't worried about growth and development. They worried about telling somebody what to do. 
They worried about being the boss. They worried about being in control. They ain't worried about helping you grow, climb to the next level and beyond in your life. That's what leaders do. That's what high-impact leaders do, not managers of people. Managers of people, they're just trying to make the, the job happen. The work get done, and then they go home. They don't do nothing most of the time. Watch TV, drink a beer, goof off, come back to work the next day. Round and round they go. High-impact leaders, it doesn't matter what industry they're in. It doesn't matter what level they're in, where they're at on the org chart. It doesn't matter how old they are. High-impact leaders of people, they go home. Sometime between when, they're, when, they're get off, when they get off of work and when they start back to work, high-impact leaders are growing and developing themselves. Doesn't mean they do it all day, but most of them do it every day. Most of them do it every day. Doesn't mean they do it all day, but they're reading. They may scan LinkedIn. They may scan my profile or somebody like me, and they read something I wrote. That may be all they do. They may read a quote that I share or someone else shared, but they think about it. A lot of them will read it and write it down. A lot of them have journals. A lot of them have files like I do. They'll capture a quote, put it in a file. But the one thing they do is they read it, they reflect upon it, they think about it. How long does it take you to read a sentence? That's what I'm talking about. Sure, you can read a whole book if you want to. You got to decide what that is. But I'm just telling you, low-impact people don't do these things. Low-impact people have to follow low-impact leaders. Just the way it works. High-impact people, they become high-impact leaders, and they work with high-impact leaders. They have high-impact followers following them. They have high-impact team players making things happen. But the key is high-impact people at any level. What makes them high-impact is they have a high degree of character. Pretty simple. Simple to say, it ain't simple to do. There's a lot of miserable people out there in the world. I'm going to tell you this. There is a ton of people who have health problems. They go to the doctor. They want the doctor to fix them. The doctor can't make them give, make another choice. I'll give you an example. My, my neighbor, type 2 diabetic. He was. My wife and I told him about raw fruit and vegetable juice. He started drinking it every day. That was all he did for three or four months. He lost over 100 pounds. Before he started doing that, he had been going to all kind of doctors. You know what the doctors gave him? They gave him some insulin, and he had to give himself a shot every time he ate three times a day he's loading up with insulin giving himself an injection that, that's what the the medical professionals that's what they had him doing that was their advice give him something to treat the symptom and try to try to keep him alive i helped him understand how to improve his character and how to make better choices and it wasn't just me it was real. It was my mother. It was his family members who were supporting him. But the only one who did it was him. What did he do? He, he changed his entire diet. That was nothing but a choice. The day he started drinking raw fruit and vegetable juice, the very next day, he still had to have a few injections. 
every day after that and since, and it's been like six, seven, eight, nine months ago, he has not taken another insulin injection. His doctor has told him he's no longer diabetic, and he's not because he, he's not eating things that cause him to have health issues. He's eating, and he's eating healthy, and he's also drinking healthy uh, juices, and he, and he cured himself. The doctor hadn't been able to do it because the doctor wasn't trying to do it, first of all. The doctor probably don't know all the, the character development stuff that I talk about. They don't really know the root cause. They don't study the root cause. That's okay. I ain't saying doctors are bad people. People who don't make good choices, they need a lot of doctors. They need a lot of doctors for a whole lot of reasons. And there's some things you need a doctor for that's out of your control. But I'm here to tell you, if you didn't know it, I want to raise your awareness. If you're a type 2 diabetic, it's because you choose to be one. You choose it by what goes in your mouth and your lifestyle. That's another bitter pill for some people to swallow. But my neighbor is a living example. It's, it's unbelievable what he accomplished. And he's checking his sugar nonstop. He always had to because he had like severe uh, diabetic issues. And he kept checking them for months because he's afraid this just doesn't seem right. I've been a diabetic all these years. I've been having to take insulin. I don't have to do it anymore. It's amazing. I'm telling you. You do a lot of work on yourself that you don't need a doctor to help you with. But see, a lot of people go to the doctor because they don't want to do the work. They want to ask somebody else to do the work. But they can't do it. All they can do is treat the symptom of individuals not making good choices. So I kind of got off on a side track right there, but uh, I hope you find some value in it. If you want to know about raw fruit and vegetable juice, what am I talking about? Go watch a, go watch a documentary called Super juiceme.com super like superman juice me me superjuiceme.com there's a documentary there about an hour i think you watch that i'm gonna tell you everything in there is true i've been doing it i've been juicing a couple of years now my health has changed dramatically i had back issues they're gone skin issues is gone headaches they're gone stomach issues they're gone i don't need somebody to tell me i know I ain't got to go do lots of research. I know. And I know a lot of people, like I tell you a lot of stories, people who me or Rhea have been able to influence, who've been able to go out, start making better choices, and dramatically change their health. You don't need a doctor most of the time. Sometimes, absolutely. Most of the time, no. You need to make a better choice. So I care about you, whether I know you or not. I want you to have a better life, whether you want one or not. And a lot of people raise their hands and say, oh, yeah, I want a better life. But you go watch the choices they make, and the choices don't say they want a better life. The choices say they want to have the exact same life, or they don't care if it gets worse. I'm dropping, I'm dropping truth bombs on you today. I want you to get that mirror out and look in it. What do you need to change to have a better life? And for most people, they got to change their character because character doesn't just mean you're good or bad. Character is every single thing that you are. It's how you do what you do. It's why you do what you do. 
It's everything about you. So back to talking about disengagement a little bit. I was talking about character development. Managers of people, they don't value it at all. But the key to disengagement below is engagement above. That's where we have to focus. If we really want to transform an organization, it's not the folks at the bottom of the org chart. It's the folks on the org chart because they're responsible for the folks who are doing the work. And if the folks who are doing the work are not engaged, I've already told you, it's because the leaders aren't engaged. And again, I don't mean they're not engaged with the work. They're all about being engaged with the work. That's what they're hired to do. Go in and manage the processes. Unfortunately, they choose to manage the people. So they're engaged. A lot of them are engaged with micromanagement. <laughs> That's why they got a lot of disengagement because they're engaged with the wrong things. Talked about focus at the start of this podcast. One of the things managers of people need to do, they need to put micromanagement of people behind them so it can shrink. They need to put leadership development of people in front of them so it can expand. But they got to want to do it. Most people don't want to do it. I'll share another quote with you here from, uh, come from uh, the Great Place to Work Institute. That's who gets the credit for this quote. But the quote is, employees who work in high trust environments are more likely to stay put. Among the Fortune 100 best companies to work for, voluntary turnover rates are approximately half that of industry peers. High trust environments, people are more likely to stay put. We're talking about turnover. You see, turnover of an organization, it's just like in engagement or disengagement. The degree that people are engaged or disengaged is a reflection of the leader's ability to lead in the organization. It's the same thing with turnover. You show me an organization with a high turnover, I'll show you an organization with poor leadership. If they got a high organization throughout the organization, it's terrible leadership, especially at the top, because that's where it starts. Or you show me a, a pretty good organization that's got one or two areas where they have a lot of turnover issues. I'll show you one or two leaders who are managing people ineffectively. Now, if you have a, a, a high-impact organization, and the whole point of the organization is to grow and develop people, and part of that is helping people find their passion and their purpose, you may have turnover. That's good turnover. Those people are leaving. You're happy for them. They're glad they work there. You give them a good reference. They leave on good terms. They make it happen to the very last second they in the organization. They're on your team. That's, that's a good kind of turnover. That's really called growing and developing people. But that's not the kind of turnover most people have. Most, most companies have bad turnover. They don't want people to leave, but people don't want to stay. So the whole key to that, building trust. One more thing here before we wrap up today's session. I shared a, uh, a thought that I had. Basically what I said was five bad things that happen in organizations. 
frustration, resistance, confusion, anxiety, and stagnation. To overcome these bad things, high-impact leadership is required. No, nobody likes frustration. Nobody likes – leaders do not like resistant team members. Team members don't like resistant leaders. Nobody likes being confused, anxious. People like to be in a growing and thriving organization. They don't like to be in a stagnant organization that's focused on maintaining the status quo. But without leadership development, there will be frustration. Because leadership equals influence. And lack of influence equals frustration at home or at work. See, if you're if you having a, a lack of influence issue at home with your spouse or your children, you need to focus on some leadership development. And that's what you're doing if you're listening to these words right now. But lack of influence equals frustration. And without buy-in, there will be resistance because people tend to buy into the leader before they buy into the leader's vision. Lack of buy-in equals resistance. If you're a formal authority leader, you know when your team doesn't buy into your ideas, you know what resistance feels like. You know what it feels like? Stress. You're trying to accomplish something. You're trying to carry out the mission, and you can't do it because you have resistance. That's a painful place to be. Leadership development is the key. So without a unifying purpose, there will be confusion because people don't know what's happening and why it's happening. So lack of purpose equals confusion. Without competency, there will be anxiety. That's what causes anxiety. We don't know how to do or deal with whatever is in front of us, whatever whatever's on our plate. So there will be anxiety because people who don't know what is expected of them become stressed and anxious. Lack of competency equals anxiety. You may be completely comfortable no stress, no anxiety today. Tomorrow you go to work, something dramatically has changed at work. You could be instantly stressed and anxious. Operating system for, for some software, a software could change, roll out tomorrow. You knew how to do everything yesterday. Today you got to relearn everything. Different buttons, different features, different everything. So you got to start over. Even though you knew how to do it yesterday, and you got to do the exact same thing today. You just got to do it a different way with a different software. That's just one example. And without execution, there'll be stagnation because results matter. Lack of results equals stagnation. That's for your organization. That's for you if you're a leader. That's for you personally. If you think life sucks, it's because you're stagnant. You're not growing. You want a better life, you got to grow. Remember, you don't have to be sick to get better, but you got to grow to get better. You got to grow. And I give you credit. You get the gold star today. You've been listening. If you're still listening, there's a, there's a hunger in you to get better. Hopefully, you're getting better with intent of helping others get better. Share this podcast. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, when you come across some stuff, Copy the link, send it to somebody you think may need to listen to it. Give them a call first, talk to them, connect with them, try to increase your influence, and then say, hey, I'm going to send you something. I want you to listen to it. 
When you get done, call me back. Let's talk about it. Let it flow through you and into others. Hope you got some value out of today's podcast. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.